hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Good morning. Welcome to Uncovering the Truth. I am Dr. Maria, and Rudy Giuliani is going to be a little late. He is down at the Tunnel to Towers festivities. As you know, we are sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, and we take great pride in that. I first met Frank Siller, oh, geez, I want to say three years ago, and I was struck how his family took a major tragedy and turned it into such good work. I always said, you know, they should be canonized. They should be saints because they are just such a beautiful family. They don't have hatred. They don't have bitterness in their heart. They try to help others. Initially, helping those that those families that experienced death on 9-11. And then they kept raising money, and it went to our first responders and those fighting the war of terror. And they'd come home maimed and have a hard time in their own homes. They started building smart homes, and they just continue to evolve to help those people who risk Life and Limb for Their Country. I want to tell you a little bit about Stephen Siller. He was the youngest of seven children born to May and George Siller. At the age of eight, tragically, Stephen lost his father, and then a year and a half later, his mother. So his older siblings raised him. There was a little bit of an age difference. So they were always a very close family. On September 11, 2001, Stephen, who was assigned to Brooklyn Squad 1, had just finished his shift on his way home to play golf with those great brothers when he got word that a plane hit the North Tower of the World Trade Center. He called his wife, said, tell my brothers I'll be home later. He got his 60-pound gear, and he starts heading to the North Tower. The Brooklyn Battery Tunnel was already closed due to security reasons. It was for a right reason. So we had to literally run through that tunnel with 60 pounds on his back, running to the North Tunnel, trying to save lives, and in the midst of that, lost his own life. It is such an inspirational story. There were so many of those stories that day and thereafter. And people are continuing to die from 9-11 related injuries. I know many, many people with respiratory illnesses and lung scarring. It's a tragic thing that they're still suffering. Everybody did what they could at the time. All the great agencies were saying it was safe to be in that area. You kind of go with the experts and it ended up... You know, it wasn't that safe. But would those firefighters, would those people, those bucket brigades have stopped trying to look for survivors? I don't know. Even if uh, the science was different at the time, I think they would still go forward trying to rescue people. Very tragic. But again, Tunnel to Towers organization has made lemonade out of lemons. They're just, I really have a lot of respect for this organization. I do a lot of servant leadership, meaning uh, I've served on many, many boards in my career, my lifetime. 
And um, this one, if ever an open seat, I hope I get to serve on that board. We have to talk about the border today. We just have to. This has been going on since day one of the Biden administration. And it's an open border run by the cartels. First of all, we have Alejandro Mayorkas, who does nothing. When he's been in front of Congress, he literally doesn't understand what is going on or he is a blatant liar. Almost every American citizen knows it is the cartels running that border. They decide who comes in. They shake them down either before for money or what their stay here. Or they become servitude to the cartels in the drug trade or the sex trafficking trade. Every time I hear a politician say it's the humanitarian thing to do to allow these people in, in these massive numbers, I think, are they that naive? Do they know what's happening to the little girls on their route here? There's been story after story after testimony after testimony that mothers are putting their eight-year-olds on birth control. This is so sad because they know they'll be raped along the way. These single men who are bringing in children of no relation and then they get put in homes here that's not vetted. It's always believed it's sex trafficking rings. Is that humanitarian? Is it humanitarian to bring people in who didn't come in a legal way? You know, one thing I have to say about that, and uh, Rudy and I have a spirited discourse over this one. I don't know if all these illegal aliens know they're illegal, right? They had the president of the United States saying, surge the border. Then they come to the border and we let them in. We give them cell phones. We give them welfare. So I'm not sure if all of them know they're illegal, but they are illegal aliens. And there's nothing wrong with that term. Aliens just mean something foreign. So they are foreign. Are there some good people amongst those crowds that just want a better life? Surely. Absolutely. Are there a lot of nefarious, probably more nefarious than not coming in? Certainly, because the cartel is running who's coming into the border. We have record. I feel like a broken record when I talk about the fentanyl poisoning deaths. I've been on many TV shows as an expert commentator about the record numbers of fentanyl poisoning. It's all about the southern border. China to the Mexican cartels, into America, being pushed. And you know what? Not that I'm a proponent of people doing drugs, but if you're buying something you think is an Ativan, I use this example all the time. Pushers go on Snapchat, and they say to a young person, you know, they befriend them. The young person says, I'm really stressed out. You know, uh, I got finals coming up or, you know, my parents are getting divorced. And the pusher says, hey, I have an Ativan from my grandmother's cabinet, medicine cabinet, and it's supposed to relax you. Why don't you just buy one for $5, $10? It's going to help you. Well, it doesn't have any of the legitimate ingredients in it. It's It's almost completely fentanyl. Or what they're calling the zombie drug in it, because that's even cheaper. So a young teenager will take one pill and never wake up again. It is literally 
poisoning. And it's even in marijuana. Some people challenged me on that. They know it's in heroin. They know it's in other illicit drugs, but it's even been in marijuana and caused marijuana deaths due to the fentanyl poisoning. So what we can what can we do? We get tons of letters and calls from you about what's going on on the southern border. It's adding stress, I can tell you. I've never had more people talk to me about depression or anxiety. Number 1 because of the economy, number 2 because of that southern border. We feel like we're at a national uh security risk. And I have to tell you, I work here in New York City and the people fear for another 9-11 type terrorist attack. It is the major hub of our country, financial district here, most biggest, largest city in our country. And um, it is a real fear and I feel it for them. I'm worried about anywhere in our country. I'm worried about the child sex trafficking. I'm worried about the fentanyl poisonings. Uh, And what do we do? We have to call, write letters. you got to talk to your congressional delegation. And I tell you, the one problem with congressional delegations, they often don't listen to the people. Uh, As you know, I live in New Hampshire. So my state government, a Republican governor, Republican executive council, which is we break up the state. There's five executive counselors, and they have more power than the governor. And then our House and our Senate are Republican. But our national federal delegation happens to be all Democrat. That never bothered me. Did not bother me because I said we have New Hampshire values, work hard, very little welfare, small government, all that. They're going to do what is right. But what I've noticed is they all vote the same way. If the Democrats say, if their leadership says vote this way, they all do it. And we saw that with their Speaker of the House. Do I think they all wanted that Hakeem Jeffries as speaker? Absolutely not. That's why I love the Republican process, because we're all individuals. We all think differently and we all have different constituents. But my only advice is call, call, call. Right, right, right to your congressional delegation to put a moratorium on that border and stop this insanity. Also coming up on today's show, we're going to be talking a little bit about Charles McDonagall. Let me see if I'm saying his name right. Yes, McGonagall, Charles F. McGonagall. I haven't seen this a lot in the news, and this is a big story. He was running. He was in a high-level FBI position running the New York field office, counterintelligence, had access to a lot of things, It's just unbelievable. And he has been charged with helping a Russian oligarch, Ole Duposka, get off the sanctions list, as well as a host of other things. The money laundering charges they believe to happen after he left the bureau, but now new allegations that he was doing uh, work with Albanian officials while he was an FBI what, what can I say? Elite uh, executive. And, uh, you know, he pleaded guilty for hiding the $225,000 in cash he received from a former employee of Albania's intelligent agency. And he, his lawyer is asking for the rest of the charges to be dismissed. But we have a problem in our agencies, in our Department of Justice. And when 
My God, Merrick Garland, didn't he look nervous in front of Congress? He was shaking. And how many times did he say, I don't recall or I don't know that answer? He doesn't want to be charged with perjury. I think that guy is crooked as the day is long in the summertime. I really do. Something is amiss in our Justice Department, which includes the FBI, our prosecuting. God knows what the CIA is doing, right? They're meant to be a little secretive because they're supposed to be on on the world stage fighting uh, against terrorism here. And uh, they get involved in things they probably shouldn't. But uh, we don't know a lot about what goes behind the doors in the CIA. But what do we do about the FBI? What do we do about the crooked Justice Department? I get asked these questions all the time and I don't know the answers. I feel your pain. I see the sickening way they go after, especially conservatives. And then they're in collusion with the media, with big tech. You try to Google, just take Google search engine, far left, right? You Google something, you're going to have every left-wing media that slants everything left-wing. Do you ever see the Washington uh, Examiner pop up first? Do you see the Federalist Papers pop up first? This is so wrong to do this to our American public. People should have the right to decide on their own. You know, I, I can even use the example about it's our right to decide our own fate. Every voting day, I'm so excited. I wake up thrilled. I have the privilege of an Amer- as an American citizen to vote. I'm not kidding. I am like giddy. I try to get my kids to come with me. Now I have grandkids who are voting age. Like, it's a big deal. My husband, does he want to go vote? No. For decades, my husband says, what difference does it make? They're all crooked. It doesn't matter if you're Democrat, Independent, Republican, Socialist. They're all crooked. And I do believe he's right in a lot of ways. I see things differently now. I think I was a little innocent. I believe there's crooked members of each party. It does appear to me, though, the Republican uh, Party has more people that fight for the average American. That's my opinion. It does seem that they align more with the working class. And they're trying to fight for justice in their at even within their own party. They're stopped. They want to get rid of this ridiculous spending and this debt. But nobody seems to be interested in that. I often hold up my state as a as a really beacon of practicality. We have a a, a law in our state that we have to have a bud, balanced budget. Shouldn't the federal government adopt that from New Hampshire? You can't spend money unless you have something to fund it. Well, stay with us. Mayor Giuliani will be with us shortly, and we'll be right back.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria. Here's Rudy Giuliani. Some good music by our great board op, Christian. Thank you. Welcome back to Uncovering the Truth with Dr. Maria. And Rudy Giuliani will be joining us shortly. And we are proudly sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. A lot of good callers calling about our border. But we're going to go to Allison, one of our callers, saying she has information about Charles McGonagall. Hello, Allison? Oh, hi. Hi. Hi, Dr. Ryan. How are you? I am good, Allison. What's going on? You had a relationship with Charles McGonagall. Is that correct? Charlie was my boyfriend for about a year and a half. Um, During that time, um, he was involved in some very, uh, just engaged in some very evil, nefarious activities. Did you know it at the time, Allison? No. You didn't? No, but I I did eventually. I pieced it together. but it was because I was rehashing the relationship and I was so sure. hurt over that. Um, and a big component of that was the fact that I found out he was married and we were living together. Oh, my goodness. This guy is a master of deception. And sometimes I feel so stupid. But then I feel, well, wait a minute. He he fooled not just me and my family and all of our friends. He fooled the entire law enforcement community, the entire intelligence community. Our friends in the world, our allies, You know, we we train these guys to be the best at their jobs, but they can also use that training against us. Now, uh, I saw you, I believe it was, what, what, maybe CNN. Did you at one time see bags of money in his apartment? Several times. Several times. Hmm. Do you think it was more than the 225,000 he pled guilty to concealing that he got from an Albanian intelligence agent? Oh, yes. Oh, you do? It is my personal belief that it's at least 10 times that. Oh, oh, my God. Have you been called as a witness? Yes. You have. So... I do appreciate your call in, Allison, and uh, I look forward to reading more about your life with Charles McGonagall in your book. Oh, thank you for saying that. And, um, you know, thank I you. just wanted to I wanted to just uh, punctuate this. Uh, just one more thing. Um, I, I appreciate very, very much that you did that intro about Stephen Siller. 
Our our family friend, Eddie Diotri, uh, served with Stephen in Squad One. And yeah, um, yeah, gives me chills. The stories, I don't care. It's been, what, 22 years. When it gets near 9-11, the stories that come out, even additional stories I didn't hear of, say, 15 years ago, a new story comes out. It still shakes me to my core. And the fact that I get to sit next to a legend every weekend who helped this nation through the worst time of our lives, I feel so honored. Rudy Giuliani. Let's go to Viviana. Beautiful name. Good morning, Viviana. Oh, maybe we don't have Viviana. Uh, do we have her? Here. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, there you are, Viviana. Sorry about that. No, that's quite all right. Um, thank you for taking my call. Um, I was thinking about the responsibilities of our um, Congress and Senate and even the um, the uh, Supreme Court and how are they allowing the executive office to violate um, their uh, responsibility to protect America. Um, You're right, Viviana. Everybody, I get so many texts and emails of people saying, how can this be happening? Isn't there a way to stop it? Congress is our purse strings. They could stop funding for so much. They should do this government shutdown and say, we're shutting down till we put a moratorium on that border. And then while we don't let anybody else in, we start processing the people here, deporting the ones we need to deport and working on a comprehensive immigration program that perhaps limits how many people can come in a day. We limit it to 50 a day or 20 to a day. I don't know, but they have the power to do something and they are choosing not to do it. So uh, Dr. Maria, can yes. I ask one other thing? Of course. Do you know um, that the city council is thinking about um, cutting a special unit from the NYPD uh, from uh, they're like Homeland Security specialists, 75%. So I'm telling everyone that I know, vote every city council person out that that is thinking about that and those who um, uh, defunded the police by one, $1 billion dollars. You're right, Viviana. Um, I had heard that. I know Mayor Rudy Giuliani has been talking about it all week. 75% of that important, important arm of the NYPD. It's unconscionable, especially in New York City. Remember, even before 9-11, you were the victim of terrorist attacks. So it, it doesn't make any sense. I wish Eric... Adams would reach out to Mayor Giuliani. I am sure, I know the character of Mayor Giuliani, he would help him in a heartbeat. But I fear Eric Adams has too much of an ego to call on Mayor Giuliani. You know, a lot of has been in the news lately about past elections. We know since Tammany Hall, if you've had a good education, you learned about the way our 
Uh, elections have been manipulating going way back to the 1800s where, you know, Irish immigrants were used. You know, they come off the boat. They don't have a job. Well, I'll give you a job when you can vote. Vote this way, typically for the Democrat Party. So we've always, always had problems in our election. But we've never seen the fraud that we've seen probably since about 2008, 2010. There was an article that recently came out that said new uncovered fraud that happened in the 2008 and 2012 elections, I think. I think it was the 2012 election. So it's continuing to happen. And we all know about the 2020 election. But get this, no court would really hear the evidence. The Supreme Court, when Texas was followed by many states wanting to go to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court wouldn't take up the case. There's a problem. It's rumored they were fearing of riots. We shouldn't do things on fear, right? I want you to listen to this cut. Uh, Catherine Engelbreit started a company, True the Vote, way back when she saw irregularities. I think it was in the 2010 election. She was a poll watcher. So she wanted to preserve everybody's vote. We don't want you going to the poll and your vote doesn't matter. So she started this nonprofit. She was heavily involved in investigating the 2020 fraud allegations. She was part of the methodology of 2000 Mules, which I encourage you to watch. But listen to her on a recent podcast on Franklin Dell TV. And we recognized that just based on residency, there were 364,000 ineligible voter records. So with that as a premise, I went to go and meet with Secretary Raffensperger, and here's where things get interesting, because he had already certified the election November 20th. I went and met with him December the 16th, and in that meeting was was Secretary Raffensperger and many of his staff and others, and we talked about what True the Vote was helping Georgia citizens do by way of filing these elector challenges. And I said, you know, this is a huge number. And it's, it's, it's going to leave a mark. And I'm just letting everybody know it's coming. And Secretary Raffensperger, in, 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 I mean, I'll, I'll never forget it, pulled out a piece of paper, kind of back on the napkin, did a little bit of, of quick math and said, yeah, 364,000, about 14% of Americans move every year. We haven't been able to clean the rolls because of this lawsuit. So, yeah, that sounds about right. That's about how many ineligible records there are. But what they didn't do in certifying and recertifying and all of the audits and all of the things, all of the great efforts that they say they went through, they never went back to look and see how those 364,000 ineligible voters voted. And so now what we know is that 67,000 of them did vote. Flash forward, he's on that call the fateful call between Secretary Raffensperger and President Trump and others on January the 2nd. And on that call, he knew, because we had just had the meeting two weeks previous. Unbelievable what Catherine is saying. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And Mayor Giuliani has arrived. 
hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, and you are back with Uncovering the Truth with Dr. Maria, who did a great job. I was listening to it on the radio coming here. One of your, Thank you, uh, sir. One, one, of your, uh, one of your fans. I should have called in. <laughs> and this is, of course, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, from whence I just came, from their a big uh, yearly run that Dr. Maria has participated in, and I've participated in, and made, made a talk at the beginning uh, to give them uh, spirit and morale, which you don't have to give them, all 30,000 of them. Isn't that rem- remarkable? It started with about 800, and now it's 30,000, 35,000. On a rainy day, uh, the 830 group already finished. My son Andrew already finished. He's getting ready for his 2 o'clock show, so he can tell you the experience of running in the real rain. And now they're <laughs> the running in a, dri- in a drizzle. Rudy, yeah. you know when... Um I, I, you've mentioned I did the run before. When you come out of the battery tunnel, there's yeah. these men in uniform standing there with these pictures of everybody who yes, died. Yes, yes, that's quite, quite, quite. Who, who are those? They're cadets, no, or who well, are who those are, the... are those? Are firefighters mostly? Okay, both uh, uh, regular uh, firefighters now, and a lot of them are retired who come back to wear. The picture. Uh, the picture yeah. of their friend who died. Unbelievable. Uh, all so of the powerful. firefighters who died are pictured there. Uh, it's a uh, uh, almost chin to, to shoe yes, uh, very re- long. representation yep. and picture of that firefighter. And what they will do now after the run, and this happens about noon, they will do a ceremony uh, right, right, right at ground zero. And each one of those firefighters will march in while the band is playing. And they'll march up past a crowd of, I'm not very bad on numbers, but it looks packed wall to wall, a couple of streets. Uh, And you'll see each one of them. For me, it's enormously emotional because uh, I recognize so many of them. Oh, I'm sure. When I see the face, I mean, sometimes I recognize the name from their being friends of mine. And working with them. Did you see the Shamrock Group this year? I think they're called the Shamrock. There it is. I just just showed her. I I just showed her my uh, bracelet. My bracelet, the Shamrock bracelet for the for. I mean, many many of the firefighters who died were Irish Catholic. Um, I mean, a lot were Catholic. A lot were Irish and Italian and Polish, and and of course there were others as well. But I did. I did. I mean, in fairness, I did spend probably seventy five percent of my time in a Catholic church. Yeah. For the masses for the of these masses people, and, and I, I and I do think there is some credit that goes to the Catholic Church here for bringing up um, uh, men and women who give up their lives for other people. Oh, you mentioned Catholic Church. How about Cardinal Dolan, who, who by the way, what a nice guy he is! An incredible man. I'm I'm privileged to have met him. I don't know him like you know him, uh, of course. I don't know him that well either, but I do know him, and I, I he's just a nice man. Cardinal, he's a great cardinal, of course, and that's different. But as a guy, he's just a great guy. Yeah, and he even tried to stick up for New York, basically, but all over the United States. And he tried to call Biden's office 
repeatedly, and Biden will not. You know, I don't. I don't. I mean, how about the, the illegal aliens? I'm not even sure he disagrees with Biden completely. You I mean, I, I think the I think the cardinal, Cardinal Duncan, angry at me. I think the cardinal is too soft on them, but and I think the Catholic Church is to a very large extent. I don't think it do them any good. Uh, I don't think it's doing them any good to give them false expectations. Sorry. I understand this sympathy and I understand the Christian charity and I understand all of that. But I also understand the reality of what's going to happen to many of these people. I also understand the reality of when you encourage this kind of immigration, illegal. Even the group that you were talking about that are not criminals, the good people, they become a shield for the criminals. And I wish the cardinal would get it. <laughs> you, you encourage these people to come in by taking care of them. They do come in. They get sorely disappointed because it isn't what they thought it is. But even if they don't get sorely disappointed, they are a shield for the, for the groups, the Mexican cartel groups, to bring in drug dealers, terrorists, Children, Murderers, minors without any adults. Children who are going to be raped and, and used as prostitutes. It's a big, big... Growing, growing, growing. Concern with Catholic charities so getting money from the NGOs. You to- may not understand the, the end result of what you think is your charitable action. Your charitable action is disaster for the lives of other people. Yeah. And um, I wish I could have a meeting with them and explain that to them. And the Catholic Church is aiding and abetting that by taking care of a lot of these illegals, and that encourages them to come over. They should be encouraged to stay where they are. Yep, apply and the Catholic Church should go help them there. Yes. Like yes. I wanted to do once in my life when I wanted to be a Montfort priest and go to Haiti. There you go. So shall we take a call from... You Let's pick. do it. You, oh. you, 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 you did a great job, by the way, the first half. I should, oh, I should, like, I should just you. go back. I should go back downtown to watch the end. <laughs> I, I might just do that. Let's go to Sal on Staten Island, an island I fell in love with. You should. It's a I great got a island. good friend out there in Staten Wouldn't Island. A couple without. good friends out there. <laughs> Sal, how are you doing? I hope you guys are sitting down with safety belts on. We're going to hit your rapid fire. I don't. Give me a, give me a second. Let me get back on my seat here, Sal. Yep, yep. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Sal. Give it to I'm us. I'm ready for you, Sal. Let's do it. Well, first of all, basically, Cardinal Dolan is AWOL when it comes to that little angel, Dominici, who died for the evil of the Fethenol witches up in the Bronx, just as his predecessor. Ah, I see what you're uh, saying. Just as his predecessor, Egan, was AWOL when little Nick Mary Brown was beaten to death by her mother and stepfather. Shame on both of them. John Cardinal O'Connor, this American Marine, served with him. He had 30 years. He was a full admiral, chief chaplain, the best. I knew him since I was a kid. But what, why, why do you say that they're AWOL? I, I, I'm not sure. I, how, can we, how do you stretch it out to blaming uh, the Cardinals for this? Because he has to denounce this. He yeah. has to say, anyone who's involved with drugs, who's a Roman Catholic, I will excommunicate. <gasps> ah, okay. Okay. I got you. I was thinking you were, say, you were saying this, particularly with the, with the, the, the poor Dominici child. Uh, mm. Fentanyl is only happening in these numbers because of the open border and Biden. If our border were closed, the, uh, it doesn't mean that some fentanyl wouldn't come in. But you take a look at the amount under Trump, particularly that last year of fentanyl. It, it, had, it, was, the, it was, the I think, the lowest in about eight or ten years. He had actually finally gotten it. 
And because uh, Biden is a communist, he opened the border. That's the reason he opened the border. And I hope we would face that. He's a communist. He doesn't believe in America. He wants to destroy America. That's why he tells us. That's why he tells us we're systemic racist. That's why they take down statues. That's why they they don't carry American flags. I was sitting here two days, uh, four days ago, watching his motorcade go by. Bunch of people out here waiting for him. His fans. Not a single one of them had American flag. Yeah. I've never seen a president, any president, I mean, going back to John Kennedy, what did, where the group doesn't have a flag. That, that flag's for Clinton. What, what, what's our guy that we, uh, George Soros, who spends a lot of money on one hates world America. power, hates that about us. He's commented on that. He doesn't like our nationalism. He doesn't like it when we have pride in America. You know, it's a terrible thing. And watch out for uh, Soros in Maine. I love Maine, right? I, I border Maine. Um, he has bought, I think four, his money has bought 14 television or papers. I think it's papers. For propaganda. More propaganda. propaganda. They more got the money yep, from More brainwashing, yeah. which they've yeah. done. I mean, you, you cannot take it away from the Chinese Communist Party and the uh, Russian Communist Party that still exists. They've done a great job of brainwashing. They've taken over our universities. Uh, that whole, uh, uh, all those programs that they teach. The program sponsored by the attorney general's son-in-law who's making millions by uh, uh, training schools is a communist program. It's basically uh, that, 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 that's, what, uh, that's what these programs where race becomes the core and uh, gender questioning uh, happens in place of teaching them history. <laughs> you know, I asked- that's to destroy it. It's to destroy America. What's the goal? One world. And the one world then easily take, is, get, is taken over by China because it will be the only power in the one world. I, I must ask you repeatedly, Rudy, isn't there something in our government and ethics committee? I know there, we used to hear something was reported to the ethics committee. We don't see any accountability arm. And it's out of control. It is out of control. Well, I mean, it is, no it is, longer... There are excuses and then there are excuses that don't work. It, it is it is true it is true that um, the Democrats control the Congress in the sense that you can't get anything done because they because they have the Senate so the house can can squawk and yell and scream and pass things but it can't get anything passed without the Democrats uh, Biden can Biden can veto and look even an, even a, a, an impeachment there is a lot of concern in America about another useless impeachment in other words, we impeach him, and then the Democrats all vote for him, and we'll get the evidence out against him. But it won't be the same as Trump because the press will make all kinds of excuses for this thirty-year career criminal that's in 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 in, in, in the White House. Uh, it's just the shameful. only answer is they get control of the government. You got to get control of the government. I do think the Republicans could do more and be more aggressive. Too. On certain too. things that I think they're afraid of. Well, I think they're afraid of January 6th, for example. They're afraid of the election. They're afraid of January 6th. What about this border? You would think Democrats and Republicans can become can go arm in arm on this issue. How about child sex trafficking? How about corruption in our government? You think there's things that we could do across the aisle. It is Wait. sickening to know the greatest 
nation on earth with the greatest vision for all the power to be put in we the people has flipped upside down. What's, uh, you have number 17. Can you play that with Al D'Amato? This is, uh, this is, I think, a very succinct uh, description of what we're talking about. Number 17. Republicans just said that they're not going to vote for any bill, for any budget, unless it has a provision to close the borders. Simple. You got it, Al. You know, he and I had a number of disagreements, but I'll tell you, I have always said this about him, despite our disagreements. He was always there for New York. Always. When I needed something tough, he was the guy to go to. And uh, common sense? Of course, every senator, it shouldn't just be Al D'Amato. I mean, everybody should close the border. Close it, close it, you close want, it. You want to save that little child's life, the next one? Close the border. The, the fentanyl will go down dramatically. And then the amount here will be enough so that you'll be able to focus your law enforcement resources to really stop it. You know how they're breaking our spirit, right? We've seen repeatedly that conservatives are oppressed, right? They're the biggest oppressed group in our nation right now. Um, that woman, Catherine Engelbright, that I was Engelbreck, that I was talking about earlier in 2014 or something, she went in front of Congress about the IRS harassing her when she started the True the Vote to look out for voters' rights. And we see this repeatedly. We've seen it happen to you. We've seen it happen to Donald Trump. We see it happen to mom and pop things, people who wanted to work during the pandemic. It is crazy. So what does it do? You stay below the radar, right? You don't speak out anymore. You don't even know the conditioning is happening. All of a sudden, you see what's happening to the Rudy Giuliani's of the world, and you said, I need to work for a living. I can't have them calling my boss. I can't have them making up stories about me. I think I'm going to stay silent. Well, you know what? Stay silent if that's how you feel comfortable. I don't recommend it. But if that's your comfort level, but go to the voting polls. Go. Yeah, and don't, Be a and, poll watcher. And too. don't stay silent. Hey, hey, look, it's tough. It really is tough. I don't know if they had that creepy woman on today on uh, national television. They were going to have her on. But I'm trying to figure out how anybody would think that in the middle of January 6th, in a tent... With uh, numerous people around, I'm going to grope some woman. And by the way, bend over and put my hand up a dress. Explain to me how I can do that in front of a group of people. Well, Never is- done it in my life. I wouldn't even think of doing it. But what kind of jackass would bend over in the middle of a tent? Just think about physical. I mean, I tried cases and I ripped people apart on cross-examination with physical things that were impossible. Bent over and reached up her dress? This is the one who said that Trump jumped over the the the, the limo and grabbed the uh, steering and wheel grabbed the something. steering wheel, which the two. No, she, she's a known liar. I mean, but they put her on. This is gonna this is gonna have to require legal action because this is too much. It's beyond the pale. I'm not going to accept that. But. Some of the and stuff I just Rudy. accept. Some of the stuff I just accept, you, and you just let it roll off your back. Way too much. People always say, Some, "Hey, I should have a show just to tell, all, just to explain all the lies against me." I'll never forget Roy Bailey saying, "Rudy, you have this weirdo Jason Miller who drugged his mistress, saying you were drunk at, during election night." Numerous witnesses said you you weren't, and you just kind of took it. But anyways, stay with us. We'll be right back.
hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and Dr. Maria. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Now, with Dr. Maria, here's Rudy Giuliani. Well, yeah, I am from New York City, come to think of it, and proud of it. This is Rudy Giuliani with Uncovering the Truth with Dr. Maria. And, of course, it's sponsored by Tunnel to Towers. Get your $11 in now. Today's the day with the big race going on. You send your $11 to T2T.org. That's T, the number 2 T.org. $11 will make sure that those heroes of today, the ones... The ones who are, who are seriously injured or, God forbid, lose their lives, they have the mortgages paid for. They've got the smart homes built. That's what you're supporting. So maybe we should go to – you pick, uh, Dr. Okay, Murray. we have a so many callers that I'm just going to be fair and go to one of the ones that's been waiting near 30 minutes, and that's Robert from Rockland County on Line 6. Yes. Uh, good morning, Dr. and Rudy. Good morning, good Robert. Morning. Uh, Howdy. 30 years in the 77th. Oh. <laughs> Good. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for your service. That, that doesn't happen anymore. 30 uh, years. Yeah, you, can under, I, no. you probably understand why, right, Robert? Yeah, they're demoralized. I do. Yeah. I, I do. I do, too. Uh, just one, just one uh, brief comment. Uh, when the Red Guard, uh, and when Mao took over China, with the Red Guard, he had all of those young people go out into the countryside and also the cities. And what did they do? They arrested prostitutes. They uh, jailed all of their drug addicts because they knew that was going to be the downfall of their country. And now they're doing the same thing here. Sending in their, uh, their young uh, Chinese military aid people and uh, they're coming over here with the fentanyl and the way they look at it is if the children are going to take fentanyl then when we move in we don't want them around it's interesting interesting Uh, take on it i i I will say i i certainly uh, um, support the part that this is a deliberate war china against us similar to COVID. Uh, yeah. And uh, I think- now, COVID, I, I don't know if it, if it was started that way or they took advantage of the circumstances. Tend to think it's the latter. But in any event, once they saw that they could kill a lot of Americans, they made sure they got a lot of people here quickly. And I'd like you to think about the following. Had Biden been the president, another million would have died because he he uh, went after Trump horribly when Trump cut down the border extremely early on the Chinese, there may maybe that Trump didn't do every single thing 100 percent on on. Uh, but he did about as well as anybody was going to do. But one of the major things that he did uh, for which we should be enormously thankful is by the end of January, when when uh, when Pelosi was telling people to go to Chinese New Year celebrations. And so was the Blasio and Cuomo. Mm. And he cut down people from China. Yeah. And they call them a xenophobe, a racist. You go on and on and on. Uh, there are estimates 500 to a million more lives lost if we want another month of Chinese coming in here. 
The Chinese used their people as ambassadors of death for the U.S. and for Western Europe and for Africa. I just want to make a comment to Robert how much I appreciate his comments because I do believe foreign influences are trying to tear apart our country from within by our own people, by corrupting our youth. And I don't believe it's just China. I think China's definitely a bad actor, definitely our enemy. (laughs) Iran is our enemy. Russia is our enemy. They try to influence our young people to lose their moral compass. 100%. We've never seen transgenderism in our youth the way it is today. And it's not a normal biological function, right? We are created a man and a woman for one purpose. Oh, my goodness. That's radical. To recreate, to produce, Doctor, to continue our civilization. What an now, I feel really bad for these young people who are manipulated. It's not their fault. They are manipulated. Their parents are manipulated, are manipulated by doctors, psychiatrists, psychologists. But sometimes it is the parents' fault in the case of that one that they made a series out of Jazzy or something like that. The mother manipulated that poor little boy to be a girl. And then, at a there, and then there are these companies making a fortune, getting millions from school districts, usually sponsored and pushed by the Communist Teachers Union, who come in and uh, basically groom kids and start creating doubts in their minds. So they take advantage of the numerous kids who are confused and turn their confusion into wanting to change their gender, who never would have gone in that direction had it not been. And you want to know why they do it? Two reasons. They make a fortune off it. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's like it's become, unfortunately, like the climate change hoax. It's become a multi-billion dollar business. And this one is to destroy our kids. And boy, if we don't call it out, early, we're going to have another disaster on our hands. I got a lot of positive comments about last week's show in the information you never heard before about um, the negative effects and the the adverse side effects of the COVID-19 shot, which is mRNA. Um, And I put out on social media the research so you can look at it, make your own decisions, at Maria Ryan NH on Twitter and Facebook. At Dr. Maria on Getter in Truth, I just, I, without even comment, I just put out the research articles. I also warn people when they look at research articles, because I learned this in my master's level programs, you have to look at the methodology of the research and you have to look at the number of subjects. And you have to look at who's sponsoring it, a pharmacy company, etc. So I only put out legitimate studies for your review. Which you are supposed to get and don't get. And any other medicine in the world, you would get it. You would get it. it. it just, think of all the, just think of all the warnings you get on every other medicine. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Uh, and Maria. I wish, I wish everybody this could see Rudy. This has been your show. Rudy, you are so patriotic looking. You have this beautiful red, white, and blue shirt on. Your hat F-D-N-Y. is beautiful. F-D-N-Y. F-D-N-Y. With Stephen Siller's name on the back and the date. Yes. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. F-D-N-Y. Don't forget Rudy Giuliani Show. NYPD. NYPD. (laughs) Monday through Friday, 3 p.m.